hello, it's September 19th, 2019, and this is episode 12 of the What Is Jim Thinking podcast. What is Jim Thinking? Adam, what happened? Well, a lot happened this week. Uh, the first thing I should mention is that I had a walk with Jim tonight. Yeah, he, uh, he was talking about his podcast again. His air quote unquote podcast right like he's jealous about our podcast obviously because he never once has asked what it's about or could he hear it listen to it it might explain a lot that suddenly he has podcasts with quotes around it and that he has like he's talking about guests too right like tonight he's like it's like well every time i've asked him this a bunch but tonight i just kept up the act and said so what is uh, your podcast about tonight he goes nope I said, what's it about? He goes, and he said, he's like, he had guests. I go, who are your guests? And he said, nope. Like, he's not going to let me in on anything. But what's funny is that, right, it's not just odd that he never wants to know about what we're doing or even what it's about or hear it. Don't you think anyone else would want to know? Like, any friend would say, oh, what are you doing your podcast on? A little background. Very early on in this process, you two were out walking the dogs. And... What happened? You said, he said, what's this podcast about? And you just came out and you said, it's about you, Jim. It's about you. Is that how it went? Uh, did he ever ask us what it was about? I remember early on, you and I were like, well, at what point do we tell Jim that we're doing a podcast about Jim? And then a week later, you said to me, and it didn't surprise me or bother me at all, but you said, yeah, I actually, no. I told him. Well, I thought we told him at dinner, didn't we, or no? Loretta's? Well, here's another awkward thing. I He knows that we're doing a podcast about him, and I've been alone with him, like, driving out of Boston with him and whatnot, and he's never looked at me and said, are you really doing a podcast about him? He's never him? asked me. He, I know. Wouldn't anyone, like, if, if someone said to me, oh, we're doing a podcast about you, I'd be like, what What are you saying? I'd be defensive, you know, or, or like, is it flattering or anything? He hasn't asked us one fucking question about our podcast. Well, here's the other, here's, well, there are a bunch of questions popping up right now, but you know these days when he has the day off from work and he sits at his desk yeah, and we get more texts from him than usual and, and he sends us links because he's basically having a computer day? Well, I learned that from you. It never even dawned on me that I always assume he's always out and about. No, he's at the command center. He's at... <laughs> right. He's Jerking at, center. Yeah, no, but... I wonder, and he's good at finding shit that he wants to find. I wonder if he got on Spotify and, and just put in Kurt Mullen and found this podcast and he's heard them all. No way he would have called us on it. No way. You think he would have said something? Absolutely. Oh, maybe not. Probably not. You're right. Do you think he's just giving us a, a, like more rope to hang ourselves with? <laughs> no, he doesn't care. He real, I, honest to God, I, if he does, if this is what this whole podcast series is about. We don't know what he's thinking. Hey, what is Jim thinking? Actually, this is, a, this is a classic moment for us as friends of Jim. We don't know what he's thinking. Do we ever, though? We guess. Every podcast in reality is, what is he thinking? That's why, yeah, right? We don't right. really know. We're just guessing. And in a way, I feel like he just Truman showed us. I feel like he's kind of watching us. Right Wait, what do you mean? Like, he's just kind of like home listening to our podcast. And he's just... Oh, like he can see he's like <laughs> yeah. the all-knowing on He knows everything. Yeah. No way. No. No, but I just think it's hilarious that he keeps, like, deferring to his podcast 
And uh, I said, well, you're going to say 8.30 for dinner after our podcast? He goes, if mine doesn't run late. Right. Well, now, my next question for you is, you know how, as a lot of us, when we're really, really, really young, we actually have imaginary friends? I'm talking about, like, three years old. It's, like, kind of normal. I, ha- I didn't even have imaginary friends. Okay. Some people do. I didn't. My brother had one named Peter. Yeah. My friend Jimmy, his first son, had one named Bassie. Really? Um, yeah, and then... But some people, and it must be an incredible small uh, percentage, grow up uh, and they they keep friend these friendships going. Do you think that's what he's got going on? Maybe that's why he's enjoying this quote unquote podcast. So he's right. His, his he's interviewing all his imaginary friends, which also explains why he has such a capacity, a huge capacity for solitude. Right, because we think he's solitude, but he's got like a whole coliseum full of imaginary friends. He's like the mayor of Chidiac Village, that imaginary village that he lives in. <laughs> but isn't that called like psychosis or something? <laughs> can, I talk, can we talk about your special event, what really happened this week? Well, first of all, uh, it was so nice that you guys turned out in support. Thank you. Well, we turned out for your one of your many... Uh, storytelling things. You've been on the moth, and then you had a story. Would you call that a story slam that night? An all star event to celebrate the tenth anniversary of that program. But the dates got mixed up, so the real event will happen like a month from now. Right. But what was great is that there was, I thought, really good talent, and it was a small venue, but really nice. I got a delicious burger and uh, fries, and we. My wife came and Jim came, which, how did that make you feel seeing Jim in the crowd? It was funny. It was just so great for to see you and Diane and Jim. And then Sam and Freitas as well. It, was just, it just made me feel really good that you guys turned out. And, you know, I didn't mind that there wasn't a big crowd there. Uh, because I was just so psyched that um, the other storytellers were so fucking talented like i really admired that you know right so i was saying to you like wow they're really good like they were all really polished like at the moth you can know, can be picked yeah. out of a hat a few one was having an anxiety yeah. attack that guy and this and that and all these people were very polished and they all had you know the same kind of transitions going on and then yeah and then you know like and yeah. they would pause and this and that and i was worried for you and then you came out and you if not outshine them definitely were on the same level as the very best of them. That's so kind. That's so. That's awesome. true. We were and we were like super impressed. I looked at Sam, who's an old friend of ours, and she was just like, "Holy shit!" Nice. Like she was surprised. Ah, oh, so that's so cool. Oh, that I'm sorry, I didn't finish my sentence. That Jim showed up. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, and I mean, do you picture Jim? You know, in a it's basically a folk and jazz club in Harvard Square. I mean, he was getting like all kind of bohemian on him imagine if we had uh, invited jimmy from our improv class oh jimmy yeah like i think it would be fun to because these two guys are going to meet at the end of our improv class because jim will turn out for our event at the end of our improv yeah, but class. i wouldn't say they're going to meet because they would meet if you invited them both to one event but jim's going to be on the stage or jimmy's going to be on the stage and jim's just going to be in the audience so yeah. he'll see him but will they actually meet unless after the show they go face to face right so it's a lot to count on but um i was just thinking like with his enthusiasm if we ever got to be friends with jimmy and actually invited him to one of these story things the guy would be on 
how much would he love to be telling stories? I mean, the guy's a ham. Don't you think he would? Yeah, he would totally would love it, yeah. But why do you think he wouldn't sign up for it? He would totally sign up for okay. it. And I think it would be a funny gag uh, to invite both Jim and Jimmy to like the same events over and over and over. You should, you know what would be great? You should invite them both to an event, and if they show up, your story should be about them. Because their reaction would be fucking great. You don't tell them. And like my story's about those two men out there trying to light out on the out on the audience, and then you know Jimmy would be all excited, like you know, reared up freaking truck or something, and Jim would just have no expression on his face, like usual. I can't wait to get back to improv next Monday night. I'm psyched for it. Yeah. So wrapping up, tell me about the in the finale your trip home with Jim because I thought that was interesting, and what he said to you. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, when Jim was. Coming into the show, uh, like every, he got every signal light on his dashboard, like every warning. His car was breaking down on him, and he still made it in. Like we got a text. I thought he was just messing around, but he, he still made it in. He parked on Brattle Street, but leaving the place, there was some question, like, "Are we going to get home?" And I was afraid that you know we we're going to have a long night. Right, and we all left in our own separate cars. I mean, we offered help, but. You know, he thought of you, oh, right, or whatever. And then it was just you and him. So anyway, we're sitting in his car. We didn't leave Harvard Square till like almost 10. And I was just thinking, you know, are we going to get to leave? Are we going to do AAA? Are we going to get towed to Walls 4? You know, so what we ended up doing was amazing. Like, you could do this with your knowledge, but basically Jim read in his handbook that he couldn't, go over uh go in uh, high speeds in his car when a certain light was on and it was on and so we got in his car and he just drove back roads all the way back to Newburyport. i it was amazing uh that he knew how to do it right I, well and, and just back so they don't know where we are like what would it take normally to go by a highway like you should from harvard square to Newburyport? right at that hour without traffic 45 minutes and what did it take you to get home that night? an hour and 45 minutes <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes with jim it's kind of like being a solitude tank, right? I really admired that he wasn't, you know, because I had car trouble two months ago and I was sort of like white knuckle going 42 miles an hour thinking I was fucking up my car. Yeah, those thoughts he later told me were coming in his head, but he was able to just talk about other stuff. He wasn't panicking. This is his... He doesn't panic suit. over anything. Right. That's his big kudos. But what you said earlier, he said something sweet. Well, let's see. Now, he, re- he, he asked me if I was nervous getting up there. Uh-huh. But it was like in a gym way. It was sort of like, were you nervous? You know? See, that's amazing that he would even ask you that to me. Like, I wonder that he would even, like, think, hmm, I wonder if he was nervous. Like, I don't think, I, like, you know, you never know what Jim is thinking. And, like, that's interesting that he would even ask you if you're nervous. Like, why would he even care? See, when we get these little glimpses, when we spend time with him, we get, uh, maybe we get closer to an answer about what he's thinking. Because there you see, there's like a little snapshot. I wouldn't go that far. I think when he gives those little glimpses, I realize that he's a human being and not a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think a robot could do that, though? Be like, were you nervous? Oh, right. They have the same voice. Yeah. Okay, so Nick said he could still be a robot. But go ahead. (laughs) But you were touched more that he showed up. Yeah, it was just so nice that he came because... Remember I had a... I mean, I'm not taking credit at all, but remember I had to guilt him over it because he kept saying, I don't I have to work. And then, you know how he uses work as an excuse or the dogs? 
And then I was like, I said, you know what? When are you going to prioritize friends over work? Something like that. And the fact that he even listened to me, he never listens to me. And he was like, then he called me. He's like on the computer, like, where are you going to sit? And this and that, which is hysterical because the place was fairly empty that night as it turned out. And uh, we could have sat anywhere. Actually, we had seats in the front row and we ended up in the back. We didn't care. But to end it, like I thought what was really funny is that he literally was on the phone with me. I finally hung up with him. I said, just text Diane, my wife. Because he wanted, like, well, I don't know exactly from this configuration. He's on the computer. Um, Exactly, you know, where, how I sit next to you. Am I in seat A or B or 2A? And it went on. And I'm like, Jim, who even gives a fuck? Just sit close to us. Right. It might just be fun, you know, as we move in the fall and the winter, like, to try to get Jim to do other things. I think that's it. I think he hit his quota for the year. Did we do it? That's it? Well, I did it. <laughs> no, he loves you. And I think that was it. If I was guilting him for me, he'd be like, no. But he loves you. And I think somehow he's like, he knew in his head, if I show up to this, I love Kurt. Kurt's doing a really big thing for him. If I show up to this, he'll know I'm his friend or something like that. <laughs> well, he told me he enjoyed it. And I believed him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he enjoyed, like, the show. We wouldn't. Have, we would have liked it, your story, regardless. The fact that it was you telling it made it ten times better. That's cool. That's really nice. It's time to say goodnight, and I really enjoyed myself yet again. Thank you, Adam. That was very fun. Yeah. We'll was see it you not fun? Yeah, 12. Good night, everybody. Good night. Am I wrong? I thought episode 11 was right. 11 was last time. I was just having a